Pickaxe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Everyone and welcome back to the Triforce podcast. <laughs> Here we are yeah. uh, for all of your favourite gaming news, uh, comedy, dad chat, and you know general thoughts and meandering ramblings from three people fairly out of touch with the world. I wouldn't call uh, it gaming general. news. Like yeah. we're not we're not giving you hot scoops here. No, no, we're just we're giving you old scoops, old scoops, and with cobwebs yes. all over them. Yeah. Some of them are definitely out of date. But um, I thought we could start off because I've been reading about this thing called Axie Infinity, right? Which is an online game, right? Which is a little bit like Pokemon Go, right? But is also like partly an NFT. Oh my economy. God. Oh my okay. God. I don't want any part so, of this. So listen to this, right? This yeah. is taking over in certain countries. This, the most popular countries it's in are um, like Philippines, Vietnam, and I think um, Venezuela. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Where they have very dodgy economies, right? And people are looking for work. And so there's this kind of weird, colorful, like game where you, have these like floating blob monsters. Okay. Right. There's like Hearthstone style cards in it. Like this part of the gameplay is to do with that. Um, but in order to play this game in the first place, you have to buy in three, you have to buy three pets basically to start with. Okay. To, right. to, ta- to like have to be, to be able to do anything in the game. And then you, you play with these pets, you do games with them, you earn this sort of, this currency, this sort of, um, there's a couple of uh, cryptocurrencies built into it, okay. And each pet is effectively an NFT. Oh, right. Um, you can breed more pets with your pets and sell them. Um, but because so many people want to get in on this, and because it's like linked to real world currencies, you know, you can sell the currencies from the game and these NFT pets for real money. It's very quickly become like this this weird kind of c- c- like corp like um because they're so expensive to get in like this is this is what what's happened because it's so expensive to get in now because these pets used to be like you know five bucks or ten bucks or whatever right they're now like fifteen hundred bucks right wow people aren't able to play the game they have to like they have to apply to basically some sort of pet landlord right. 
Right. <laughs> this, is, will, this is so ludicrous. Will, yeah, it's so nuts. You, you have to rent the pet. pet. Well, no, they don't rent them. They have. They call them scholars, okay? And they because they because renting is I think illegal or something like that to stop people being scammed. But what is is basically anything you make from that pet, they get like seventy percent of the profits, Jesus right? Christ. And so it's kind of like having. And so what you've got is you've got these kind of barons right, in the, who who are hiring all these who who are who are so popular that you, that people are willing to you know apply to work for them <laughs> and, and give them seventy percent of the money basically to play some sort of Pokemon Go Crypto Kitties thing. This sounds insane. It's it's what world are we living in? It's it's mental. Yeah. Um. It's not got that many actual players in the player base. That's the thing. It's because it, it's like the thing is, it's obviously there's only so many of these like crypto kitty th- things, right? And so to make and to make more of them, it's quite expensive and hard to, in the game because obviously creating new NFTs is like you have to spend a certain amount of gas or whatever, or like Ethereum fees, right? You, right. Do you know about this? How this no. all works? It's I, confusing. I hate this. this. I hate, I hate this so everything much. about this. I hate this so much. This is what so, I said. I was so passionate. I said when I, like, I was looking just... at this before we started, and I said I hate this, and I knew, I knew you would also hate this, which is why I'm delighted to share it with you. Please <laughs> tell me more. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, maybe oh. this is like the great divide, you know, like in all the science fiction that that features like Mars versus the Earth or whatever, and you know, like uh, Mars is colonized by humans, but. Uh, they don't get on with Earthlings and, and stuff like that. Maybe it's all down to shit like this, you know? All the people that went to Mars decided, hey, let's fucking make uh, video games about uh, NFTs and stuff. And, and 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 anyone who liked that stuff went there, and then all of the normal people just stayed on Earth, you know? And just, I, just, like, did... I just hate it. Like, I've been reading about how games now want to... Like they want all of the games to have NFTs and shit like that shoehorned into. But them. like, like, like the new loot box sort of thing. Yeah, but it's it's all like yeah. Oh, you get to earn money while playing the game. I have a fucking job for that. Right, that's the way everybody should be thinking about this. Is I do not want my leisure time to also become me worrying about the fluctuations of Ethereum. Can we just not? Can we not, please? <laughs> Let's yeah. not but, do this. It's yeah. a horrible think, idea. But to some extent, right, we are aware that you, that the WoW gold or RuneScape gold or whatever has been a more stable currency than some of the some of the currencies of the countries in the world, right? Especially places like Venezuela, where the hyperinflation has, has meant that it's been very difficult for people to basically everyone in Venezuela has a friend, aka them. Who has set up a digital US dollar account and, right. or PayPal account, and they pay for everything out of that, and they've put all of their money into US dollars, you know, overseas digitally, and so 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 the country's still ticking over, even though the hyperinflation is ravaging anyone who's stupid enough to not, you know, to try and use the actual official currency. But it kind of has exacerbated the problem, right? Because you know, no one wants to use this currency; it's so unstable that. It's just unusable, um, and 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 you know, trying to pay for anything is is basically the way it sort of works. Is people you want to buy a hot dog, and it's like four thousand Venezuelan dollars or whatever, you know, you will get that converted on the fly, pay for it, and then they will convert it immediately back into dollars again. So the transaction stays in Venezuelan dollars for like two seconds because right. people don't want to. Ever because by the time that if if you left it for a day it would then be 
four and a half thousand Venezuelan. Do you know what I mean? It would be worth. It would be worth yeah, less. Yeah. You better um, eat your hot dogs in the morning, folks, because once yeah. the market's open, they're going to triple <laughs> in price. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but no, so there's there's this this there's this this madness where I I feel like it's this incredibly. Uh, I'm I'm worried about the idea. Well, but then again, like a lot of these people are saying, you know, I didn't have a job. I applied to this thing, and now I can. I I I spend my day breeding digital fucking blob blob things, Isn't this and now awful? I can pay my rent. Isn't this all I mean, just awful? Like this is a, <laughs> the worst future that you could imagine. I thought we would it would be cool. Yeah. But it's just getting shitter. And yeah, it was shitter. the flying the flying cars future was the one that I was 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 up for. You know, it's, like, now it's people making a living was... breeding blobs. What is happening? Yeah, I know it's it's, it's terrifying. There is, I mean, what you've got is you've got like people like venture capital firms investing billions into the into the top end, right? Into yeah. the companies that make these, and in the bottom end, you've got basically armies of people in a pyramid scheme right because they're all uh, you know you've got scholars who own their pets and then you sorry you've got like like, like these guilds the managers called, who shit, own right? who are like managers who 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 manage their and whip their employees into you know getting as much money as they possibly can out of their their pets and then they keep sort of some of the in-game rewards and and eventually they can buy their own team and become a, a, a master them a slave master themselves. I mean it's it's it is like a little microcosm of the real economy though, right? Like guess, and it's weird how yeah. quickly that happens yeah. as well. Like this thing's pretty new, but already it has the rich people yeah, it's taking like advantage the same pitfalls, of, ev yeah. of everyone else, right? There's no way for you as a little guy to just get in at the bottom and start doing it on your own. You have to subscribe to one of these big scholars. You're you're blocked out, you know? You have to, you have to take on this life debt. Uh, well, that's what mortgage is, isn't it? Um, or death debt, I guess that's where it comes from. You're, you're paying off your mortgage till you die, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and it's this this idea of um, just the modern way of capitalism. I mean, uh, I it's it's funny really to see these little little things happen because it's it's kind of. It's it's kind of like I was thinking about this the other day, where someone said, you know, there was this he saw this kid at a, a music festival, right? And um, the kid was like going around the music festival, grabbing up empty cups and taking them back because they were being paid ten p for them, right? So they were kids running all cup? around. Uh, yeah, plastic cups. It's like an it's like an eco initiative, right? So they right, wanted right. to like you know encourage people to bring back their plastic cups, right? And so right. so there were these. So what happened was, of course capitalism took hold and the 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 kids who were not being properly supervised were you know flitting about this place grabbing up all the cups to try and make some money and 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 obviously what what happened was this enterprising youngster so a man had, a man had left his pint um unattended briefly and was walking back across the field <laughs> and he saw this kid uh looking eyeing up his pint and he was like what's this kid doing and of course what happened was the kid went for the pint poured it out under the table, you know, looked around, thought no one was looking, and then ran off with the empty cup, you know. So obviously that is that is not the ideal way that this is supposed to work. No. Okay. You're not <laughs> you're not supposed to be wasting perfectly good cider um or basically kind of cheekily stealing 
other people's pints because they've just popped the toilet, you know. But that kid saw an opening, okay, for an opportunity. And that, I think, is the definition of capitalism in a nutshell, right? Like, people will do what they can get away with. They'll test their limits because this is what people do. This is what your kids do. This is what my friends do. This is what people in relationships do. This is what everyone and monkeys do it, you know, and your pets will do it. They will test their limits and they will see what they're uh, not, what they can get away with, right? And that's what capitalism is. And, and so often, it's pushing the, the the line of morality, especially if if it's un, if it's, if there's no guidance, if there's no rules. You know, no one's obviously told this kid yeah. don't pour away a full pint, or you know, but but it was it almost didn't it felt like it didn't need to be said because why would people do that? Um, for 10p, oh, they 10 poured p. out a whole pint for 10p. That's crazy. It wasn't his well, money. You know, you know what? Also, thought, I think he the, thought it was an abandoned pint. The thing that you were um, talking about with that, the axie, whatever. That's a that's a good demonstration as well because most people think they're getting rich by fucking breeding blobs, right? But the ownership yeah. and all the money is still at the top. And as with all of these fucking things, like all these fucking NFTs and all these cryptos, there's a very small number of people getting rich off it. The venture capitalist firms don't get involved because everybody's getting rich. Because that's not how anything works. There is nothing out there, whether it's the stock market or NFTs or crypto or some fucking video game, where you can all get rich. Nothing exists like that. Yeah. Once it's based on the idea that some things have value and there can be ownership, that's it. Some people are going to have all of it and you're going to have a tiny slice of it and they're going to fool you into thinking, oh, you can get your slice by just breeding fucking blobs 12 hours a day. You, you can't. It's not that simple. All of this stuff saying, look how easy it is to make money. It's bullshit. It's yeah, absolute by, bullshit. Yeah, and by the time it's become that hyped up where it's like, look at this and everybody knows about it, it's too late. It's like, too all, late. All the exactly. people that were ever going to make money from it, it's kind of like streaming in YouTube nowadays, right? Right. Like, like everybody's like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> so it's sort of like a million billion other people like you know what i mean it's just like if you if you weren't around like way 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 back sort of thing it's you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's impossible to 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 get even in the door nowadays Unle- sort of unless you it's come like that up with, with something brand new yeah yeah and you manage to get make that popular and explode for that reason without your cool brand new idea being nicked by a big streamer and then it becomes their thing like that's the biggest issue yeah. You have to come up with something brand new and do it better than anybody else, and nobody's spotted it, and you blow up as a result of that, and then you become known for that thing, and that's how you stay big. But if you come up with some cool new idea and someone else sees it, they'll nick it. Because you can't... You, this is like VTubing, for example. There's a million VTubers now. They all think they're going to make it. But it, who's the biggest one? It's uh, Code Miko, right? Isn't she it's, like the biggest VTuber? It, uh, no, it's, it's probably me now. She's not a VTuber. She's a Twitch streamer. I thought a VTuber... I mean, Hololive, Hololive have some hold on. enormous I, I thought a VTuber streamers. was someone who streams on Twitch with an avatar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. That's it's like a like an animated uh, avatar, right? I thought that, I thought Code Miko was the be- was the biggest one that, that does that. Oh, maybe on Twitch. Right. I think I think there's some YouTubers, especially yes. Hololive, which yeah, is this enormous talent agency it's i mean they, they've got they 
They made like a billion. They had like a billion dollars last year. Seriously? It was nuts. Like more than that. Yeah, they have like yeah. So I like mean, hundreds of employees. They manage like fifty VTube, v, v YouTubers, VTubers. It's huge. It's huge. Oh, huge. I had a billion and one dollars, and all I did was breed blobs uh, all, all day. Look all at day this long, shit. So. Oh my god, this is absolutely horrific. Hollow live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's mental. I mean, this is the world we live in, though. And I'm not saying that you can't do it if you do your research like i think that you do need to i mean there's constantly stories of people being scammed out of their nft apes or yeah being hacked or losing their passwords or just like being stupid putting and throwing not, their hard not, drives that are filled uh, with bitcoins into the dump and then yeah. spending that 10 guy, years searching man, for that it guy. <laughs> that is such it's a so tragic story I mean, that, oh, that's God. worth so much money like there's literally well the thing is it's millions. just worse every day isn't it you know it's like in venezuela it's like Oh no, my hot dog is now yeah. worth fifteen billion dollars. I had a penny for every diaper I've had to s- s- sift through <laughs> in order to find my hard drive. <laughs> I wouldn't need to find my hard His drive hard anymore. His hard drive is gone, dude. I mean, I, I, I don't think he'd be able to throw it and find it in just the garbage I've thrown out. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh man! I mean, let alone the millions of people in the entirety of Wales. I don't know if you guys from. have ever had experiences around people sifting through garbage, but it is. It's um. It's 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 a weird one. Man. I it's... throw something in the garbage and I don't want to get it out. Yeah. Well, I'm like, fuck, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? Or like, I I struggle. Like, I, I man, like, God, have you ever had to search through a bin bag for something? Fuck. Never. Yeah, no. it's horrible. I don't. It's, it's stupid. Uh, it's mostly just tea bags, but you don't know what. what it's like, oh, what's this gross brown stuff? Well, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's I got okay, I got three but... kids. There's no way I'm sifting through my chocolate garbage. Mousse. I'm emptying like tubs of chocolate mousse in there. Yeah. There's like no one. Once there's something no one. enters the garbage, it's gone. In my yeah. It is basically I consider that to it be is gone. An, uh, an unholy ground. Do you, you know what I mean? That's reckon, like cursed ground. Do you reckon the guy that has point. his his uh, Bitcoin wallet buried under a pile of trash is going around telling everybody else, maybe recycle more of your stuff, guys, and like trying to cut, cut down on waste just because it's piling up day by day. He's one of the biggest We've advocates. We've got to get rid of these landfills. We need, we need to clear the dumps. Everybody help. <laughs> But we should set aside all the USB sticks we find very carefully. Anyone finds one of those, just put it aside. Imagine though, imagine this. His little celebrity that he's gotten from that, if he had... If he if he's done maybe he's done like things like Graham Norton, I don't fucking know who watches that shit, but you know, if maybe he's done like these things and he <clears throat> has got enough money to pa- to like buy back no. like the same amount. No, not the same amount, but Oh not, like, not now though, like right? This, like imagine worth his bitcoins were now. worth Imagine his Bitcoin's worth a thousand pounds when he lost him. Mm-hmm. Has he got a thousand pounds back from that now? Do you see what I mean? Oh no! Uh, you I know don't what think you so. know what he should have done. He should have live streamed. He should have live streamed his search every day. He's at the dump right. with a GoPro on and another camera set up while he's going through the rubbish. And My God! It's a combination of him showing things he's found at the dump. Look, look at this, guys! Look at this! I just found. Oh, a, look at this! This is um this coat hanger. Plastic cider. This cider, cider, cider can, I can take this all for ten p. Yeah, this this coat hanger cider, is in great nick, guys. Because, and he's got like a little wheelbarrow there. <laughs> he's got a separate. He's got yeah. a separate box filled with he's plastic got a cups. Box that he rubbish that he's, found. he's got the cup. <laughs> I barrel. found a shiny Pokemon card. That's worth that's worth two quid. Because yeah. they do. They, yeah. There's loads of YouTubers who do this thing where they buy a load of junk gold jewelry. Yes, and they I melt it down and it. I was talking I, I about that, that on on stream the other day, I think. But I, I was watching this thing. I can't remember what I was watching, but somebody mentioned that 
you can buy it's 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 kind of like buying like a loot box like yeah. for a game but you buy a pallet unwanted stuff and it's just a mix of of crap that you know like uh, you know retail outlet doesn't want or, or something like that so you buy the whole pallet for like 400 quid but you might find something in there that's worth like you know three times that if you're lucky i don't yeah. know but like, oftentimes it's not <laughs> it's just a bunch of crap that, yeah yeah like 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 someone is going through that though and naturally uh, looking and uh, I did hear a bit about this because remember Logan Paul recently bought some, he announced that he'd spent like three and a half million dollars on Pokemon cards Yeah, that were like sealed and authenticated first edition Pokemon cards. Do you remember this? Uh, so no, I don't remember it, but it like it rings a bit of a bell. Well, it's a meme, isn't it? Obviously, obviously, there's a whole thing about like you, like with YouTube and Mr. Beast and people doing these grand, wild things right and some of the like first edition pokemon cards are genuinely worth a fucking shitload of money yeah um yeah. but the one that he bought he bought it from like a collector okay so he bought his from a sports card collector for who'd bought it for 2.7 million right okay apparently but that guy had bought it from this eBay seller um, who bought it from another eBay seller. And because it's sealed, right, and inverted commas authenticated, it turns out that March 2021, so not that long ago, this same box that Logan Paul has bought for $3.5 million was sold for $71,000, okay, because it was sold on this auction where the guy who was selling it told three different stories on where he got it from. Uh, he They had absolutely no reason to trust him. He had no like provenance on, on eBay. He had like a brand new eBay account. Right. Like basically, basically, it turns out that Logan Paul's first edition $3.5 million thing that he paid for, this authenticated whatever, blah, 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 Pokemon, has the, is probably just a box with nothing in it. Really? Or, or fake. Yeah, it's probably... Because it's sealed, though. That's the oh, point. Oh, right. Has he so opened he, it? So no one's opened no, you, this box. You can't open it because then it'll lose all of its value, right? The value well, well, in the, no, cause, in, cause, in the uh, supposed contents, but... No, no, no. I, I don't think it out. is because they, they do that with Magic the Gathering. When they find first edition Magic the Gathering boxes, these guys open it and they're looking for... Because the thing is, like with anything... Yes, it has an inherent value because of what it could have. Like, there's a potential there, so it has value because of that. But then there are also special cards in there that if you get, bump the value up. Right. So if he gets, like, if you buy some of these original Magic the Gathering cards, if you find, like, the Black Lotus or whatever that card is, you find a couple of those in there, you've made it. Like, you've made back the money and then some on what it cost you. There are loads of videos of people opening with scalpels and surgical gloves on very carefully opening original packs of Magic the Gathering cards, hoping to find some rare cards in there. Where how they're centered makes a big difference. All that kind of stuff. I mean, in my mind, it's crazy. Though, this is so scammable, right? Oh, hundred percent. These things are not fucking uh, currency, and even then, yeah, yeah. people have made incredibly good currency like like wasn't it like North Korea or someone had been making the super dollar? Have you heard about this? Like there was a thing recently where um, that th there were actually like so good fake dollars um, that so they apparently North Korea has produced 45 million dollars worth of super dollars um, at this at this sort of factory in in run by the sort of North Korean military or whatever and they 
they they're they're so good that they they were they they've obviously had to put in additional. This is why dollars have always over the years had all these additional watermarks and additional things. But apparently they had like holograms on them and watermarks on them and stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like the right paper. They were like the right the right heaviness and the right texture. They it was like amazingly good counterfeit wow. um, dollars, right? And so they can do that with that. Imagine like how 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 good is a fucking Pokemon card? Like like <laughs> uh, and how do you authenticate this shit too? Like to some extent, like like people were like faking like paintings uh, up until recently i watched this whole documentary about how these chinese guys were like just doing fake paintings with the original like you know old ink and old stuff they grind up and old paper and no one could authenticate it because they they carbon dated the paper and it was fine they carbon dated the ink and it was fine you know they were like how do we fucking tell that this isn't real like they and, it, and it, obviously they they eventually did find out that that they'd accidentally used some acrylic ink in there somewhere and you know that they, they they did find out that it was fake or else we wouldn't we wouldn't fucking know about it mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is that, that it could very easily be just fucking nothing like someone could especially when it's worth even like a card that's worth ten thousand dollars not even three and a half million or right whatever. right like how how much how you know what's there's the potential people value to put the work in to get ten thousand dollars for and what you, sh- I mean, I think the fakers are not faking the high end stuff either, right? They're faking the middle stuff, right? Um, the people, the stuff that people won't notice. And does it matter if everyone thinks it's real? It's like that guy who had this huge wine collection that was all fake, and it didn't really matter because people sort of still believed it was real, so he was still able to sell it and do stuff with it, right? <laughs> and if, like because. And sometimes even the fakes were worth money because they became sort of famous. There was this big scam. This guy had all this fake wine, but it was known to be fake wine and it was made by this sort of faker guy and and it was still worth something in a bizarre way because... There's a documentary it was, it was famously about this guy, fake. isn't there? On like yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. or something? I can't remember what it was, yeah. what it was called. It was, it was some wine documentary yeah, yeah. about... Man, but I've watched a lot of these and I, I, I'm i I'm terrified of like this whole industry. Um, the baseball cards. And oh the man, cards. I'm not terrified of it. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm concerned for some of the people who get really, really into it. But for me personally, I'm just so uninterested in collectibles and the value of collectibles and stuff. Like, it's just it's not something I've ever been into. So, like, I don't I don't mind it personally because it, it's just something I would never bother to get into or you know place any value on or whatever but some people get like mad into it eh like well just... I I think that these the the base the card making companies really have really capitalized on this collectible idea lately. Yeah, yeah. and so the, what you've got is these obviously baseball cards that are unique or signed or um especially like you know like the it's cr- it's crazy to think that you you know, open a set of baseball cards and you might have in that set like the golden ticket. Do you know what I mean the the one uh, yeah. baseball card of this one guy, and therefore it's unique and it's it's like an NFT, I guess, in a sense. It's yeah, there's yeah. only ever going to be they, one. They get you early though. I remember even when I was a kid, it wasn't so much cards but uh, sticker albums with the holograms and stuff. Yeah, and you and you, like if you wanted to trade for like, there's just no way they were so rare. You know, like you 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 might know somebody who had like. It was always the the holograms always like formed like a big hologram or there was like a like a set to collect and you like say there was like six in total like maximum anybody you knew had like three right like it was just impossible to especially like back then the world was like a lot smaller if you like because you know you were just sort of confined well, to the, like your the, school or whatever yeah, you know the, like the you, whole thing had to hook in 
to a series of psychological tricks, right? So back then, it was mainly about you convincing your friends to buy it so you could trade with them. Yeah. Because um, that's what you needed. You needed to you needed to collect them all and fill up the book because that was like a, 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 it was satisfying psychologically to collect them all. It was satisfying to stick them all in the book, and also you had to you needed other people. You had doubles, and you needed your friends to trade with yeah. right so you had to it was almost like a viral sensation a clever psychological trick and now though it's more the loot box trick it's more yeah, that you yeah, could yeah. find a million dollars in your baseball cards yeah. right because but without saying that like, it's amazing how it young is, you are when it's like you... it's like a lottery ticket yeah. it's, like, it's like getting around yeah. those rules of gambling you know, because baseball cards isn't gambling. It's not buying a pack of baseball cards isn't gambling, but it is. You see, you see what I mean? It's for kids. Yeah, it's like it's, a, it's like a gateway into like gambling. I think right because it's it's that it it it, it feeds into that hope of getting something for for that's worth more than what you initially put in, right? Like mm. $2 for a pack of baseball exactly. cards, but there might be a card in there that's worth $5 or, or whatever, you know, like it's, <laughs> but that's, and this that's, is that's why like the very buy, basic mentality though, right? This but is why it, people buy those Pokemon first edition sealed sets because they're sealed. And the idea is that it could be worth 10 minutes. It's kind of it nuts though, like minute. how young you are to be conditioned to that. You know what I mean? Like even, even when I was a kid, like, you know, 40 years ago or, or, or whatever, it was it was still happening and now it, it's even worse now because it's 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 gone beyond just like stickers or cards like uh you know when i was a kid that that's what that was all there there was sort of thing uh but it's it's toys now too like i don't know if you like flax your, your kids are probably yeah um not not old enough to have missed this sort of craze of like the you know like loot box toys sort of thing but like the lol dolls yeah yeah, the, yeah, you, yeah but yeah. you don't know what you're getting you, like it's a, it'll be a series. It'll be like series two, LOL dolls, and you buy a little bag, and you don't know what's in it, and you're just hoping that there's the, like the rare one in there or one that you don't have already. And I, I mean, guess they, they the idea is that you trade now. and stuff with your friends or whatever. Yeah. But another thing, like my like my son does at school, and these things have become super popular. They're like these. It's like it's like bubble wrap, but they're like these little rubber trays that have like these like like popper things on them i can't remember what they're called but he's got fucking tons of them they come in all oh, different yeah. shapes they're there's like, like it's like the new fidget spinner yeah the, kind the, of yeah, yeah. yeah so like there'll be like a, like one that's shaped like england or like one that's right. shaped like whatever you know and and some are huge and some are smaller whatever and then there's some that are almost like keychain size right that'll just have yeah, like three yeah. on them and those are the ones like they're they're like the hot property at school. Like all the kids trade them constantly. Like because you can get these big packs off like eBay with like ten in them or something for like ten cents. And then they they you know they want to like collect all the different colors or whatever. And so like it's just like they've got their own little economy, right? It's that and Pokemon <laughs> cards. They all trade Pokemon <laughs> cards all the so time. I, so I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before, uh, yeah. which is a rarity for this podcast. But let me—I want to get there anyway. <laughs> did, I, did I speak about muscles? The toy muscles. M, it's called M U S C L E. So it's uh, muscles with all muscles. Full, full stop. Muscle. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, no. I, they were bright pink. Humanoid oh, what, with figures dots between them, like mash. Yeah, so it's like right. that, but they, they were muscles. Muscles were they, they didn't do anything. It was just what a solid pink plastic toy. So look, if you if you Google these now, these I've are Googled these are muscles. It. It's weird. So they look like little jelly men. They do, but it's it's hard plastic. 
Okay, and there were a whole sure. bunch of crazy ones. I remember these were so right. good. Right, they I were great. I fucking love these. <laughs> they were fucking okay. great. So they, they these were, were really big, popular. These were big trading things as well, right? Very big trading. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you bought them, you could buy them in packs, but you could also buy them in like barrels. Like you'd buy like a plastic barrel full of these little muscle figures. Yeah. Um, I, I think they were popular because they kind of looked like wrestlers, um, but they were also kind of aliens. I mean, it was a really interesting idea. Obviously, it's hugely wasteful, and these things probably will exist long after human beings have right. gone. But, but in our school, and I'm again, apologies if I've mentioned this before, a big thing that we were into was the equivalent of sort of shove hate me on the teacher's desk at break times. That was what we did. So you'd get your muscle. And the idea was to flick it to knock the other player's muscle off the desk. And if you did that, you got to keep their muscle. Man, right? I right. love these things. Oh, I, I remember. See, so it was like conkers. Yeah. There was like yeah. some sort of they sort of gambling element where you could lose your you fucking, could lose the muscle, the, the, right? your the, toys the, the dude to other with people. Six arms. I remember so clearly. Right. And the guy with like the fucking uh, like the press. You know, he's like the box, and he's got the rollers. I remember yep. that guy like uh, like like very well too i don't so know if, those were like the hot look, properties if you look at these images long enough i mean apart from the fact it'll probably break your head the, the, you'll find they're all different shapes and sizes and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. and they've all got their little arms and legs but some of them are look like they're made of bricks they're like solid yeah. bricks there's yeah, one like that's just a guy who's just an arch right yeah. there's the one that's a pyramid those muscles were almost impossible to beat because they're flat They've got much more surface area in contact with the table. Such the weird toys, like the fucking hand with the faces on the fingers. Like, what the right. fuck is that? Who, so that what kind would of be crack useless. were you smoking when you because developed look at that? It. If you hit that thing, it's going flying. Yeah, if yeah. you hit the bridge, the bridge was the only muscle that we valued at one pound. Because you could also just sell muscles to each other. And the kids who came in with cash, I never had any money because we were broke. I never went into school with money. Very occasionally, 30p or something, I'd buy a couple of chomps. Uh, there was a, a muscle... A you're right, rated. look at these muscles, they're mental. Yeah. Right. It's, it's literally a bridge. Yeah. Right, so the, they were that kind one of hard was the plastic, but muscle. like almost a bit rubbery from what I remember. There was a tiny bit of give to them. Yes, yeah. yeah. But, but they were basically, if you look at some of them, are very live, skinny little lads. Those were useless. Yeah, yeah. The even you if the, the muscle looked cool. Yeah. It had value based on how it would perform in the game of muscles that we would play on the on the teacher's desk Man. Uh, at lunchtime. Uh, but these were eventually uh, either they well went out of fashion, or we just sort of uh, moved on to something else, or they were banned. Well, I can't remember. I tell you which. what happened: these things were inspirations for the next generation, which was called Monsters in My Pocket. Yeah. Oh. And that was made by Mattel, and that was the inspiration for Pokemon. Garbage, oh. Remember Garbage Pail Kids as well? Like, yeah, they yeah. came in the little trash cans, and they had the, like, there was all, like, these, like, snotty-nosed, farting, Absolutely. like, yeah, yeah. gross. It was disgusting. It was yeah. so I mean, disgusting. Garbage, garbage Pail Kids, the sticker cards, again, are one of these things that's actually worth quite a lot, like some of the original... Back to the trading card stuff, but yeah, like the original series of them are now worth like hundreds of pounds each. I've got, I've got, got any... tons of these. Another I've one got that tons was of these. another one that was popular for us at school was uh, was army ants. Look, do a Google search for those army ants toys. They're they're another like uh, toy from the eighties, but 
it's really similar to uh to to, to muscles yeah they're, they're all like rubberized yeah. toys yeah. that are collectible yeah collectible in the sense yeah that you, you buy like and there's like 200 there's like a them, guy that can... looks like a pirate there's a guy with like he's got four arms and like one of one one of his one of his hands holding a gun he has like a beret and stuff and like yes you, you had, had a guy with like a bazooka a, and everything but there, there was a display box for monsters in my pocket right and it was like a pyramid shape I had one of these and the idea was that you would fill it up by trading with your friends, right? Um, but I remember some of them were called like, I remember at the time being, not really realizing this, but some of them were called like Kali and Ganesha and Yama and these like Hindu gods <laughs> who were depicted as monsters, right? <laughs> so it, kind of, it wasn't the most sensitive sort of time. Right, I, I, um, got, I just found all my old garbage pail kids. Well, you have I've got, them still? I've got dozens of these things. Oh, man. I've got, literally, you should get in I've contact with the uh, Froggy oh, Flip. This, he'll, he'll flip them on eBay for like hundreds of pounds. This I mean, is a, oh, these these were another been original one. series. Look up uh, food, food Fighters from Mattel in 1988 to 1989 it was like a like a failed toy line but it was called food fighters and it was like <laughs> it was like uh it was it, it was it was it was different foods like <laughs> dressed up as like military men with guns and stuff oh my so there was god like a, pizza, a slice of pizza wearing a helmet but man this looks like a fucking mcdonald's toy I, line I, like it didn't i don't think it took off but man everybody was obsessed with these things like i remember i remember like one of my friends had one of them and everybody's like oh man i want to get some food fighters and then i think something These else like came out an and it adult, was just they forgotten look like about. adult swim yeah look um, look at like the cannon on top of the truck it's a heinz ketchup bottle and stuff like with shake uh, and, and meat wad and all that yeah. you know what i mean that's what they look like they're fucked up now this this obviously led to good but at that time and the happy meal toys some of the some of those yeah, collections yeah. are worth money. Like people collect these oh, things. Oh man, like they used to have all the stuff. Super Mario toys and and like with the Happy Meals. Like they used to have tons of stuff. Like it was some of the, it's interesting because sometimes stuff is hilariously worthless, right? Like oh, yeah. um a friend of mine was recently at home and on the millennium they had been bought like a stamp and coin collection that was a collectible collection, you know, right. and their parents had kept it for them for 20 years thinking, oh, you know, here you go. You can have this. This will be, this will be, this will be worth what thousands by 20 years time. Um, of course, it's worth exactly the same as when they bought it in the millennium. It's not gained a single pound. Oh, and the man. reason is because it wasn't that collectible in the first place. And there were millions of them made, and they were all sold to people as this collectible thing, you know, on, on the idea that people would, oh, you know, a millennium, that's got to be worth something, you know, the millennium one. It's not, actually, it's not that, those iconic ones that are worth money, it's the rare ones. It's probably the 1999 and the 2001 one that no one bought are actually way more collectible no, than these, man. like, kind of momentary ones, these, right? like, I'm just looking through the muscles stuff, and there's all these... The muscles, like, man, they were so good. Oh, they were good, so good. And back. the Masters of the Universe toys, I remember having tons of those, too. I love them. And G.I. Joes, man, like, the, 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 the small ones, like, the fully articulated ones, like, the three, right. three and a half inch ones. Oh, God, I had 
tons of them. I, I think that at one point, I'm pretty sure those are the only toys I had. Like I did, I just <laughs> didn't ask for anything else. I didn't want anything else. I had like a helicopter bases. I had like an oil rig and stuff. Oh man, it was so good. Sometimes things just aren't collectible. There was this World of Warcraft trading card game oh, in like yeah, yeah. the late late sort of 2000s. I think it launched around 2005 or something. Yeah. And then it got shut down eventually and relaunched because it wasn't very good by a different company. Blizzard obviously fell out with whoever made it in the first place yeah. and got some new people in. But um, that was obviously very highly valued because of the loot that they'd put into the, into the, into the packs, right? So there was this rare Spectral Tiger mount that was worth, I think it's still worth like thousands of dollars. Jeez. Um, because it, 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 was, it was rare. In, and you had to buy these packs of cards. As a result, all of the cards themselves have had their value kind of pushed down, right. in a sense, because everyone is so desperate to get these specific pieces of loot right. that, yeah, that, that everything else is kind of worthless. It's it's funny what what gets you sales, though, as well, because you can imagine, you, could, you know, at the time, Blizzard being like, oh, yeah, we'll help promote your card game. We'll give you some mounts for the game some rare loot cards sure but that's that's what the game became that's why people bought it like it, it, people were buying it for the loot cards they were not buying it to play the game and as a result like that's where the value comes from in that and it's it's bizarre that that was originally an aside or a kind of promotional aside um that then becomes the main source of like of interest look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Anyway, fucking hell. Before we continue, you guys already know about ExpressVPN. How could you not? We talk about them all the time. Every time. And we cannot stress the importance of protecting your online activity from big tech who want to profit off of you, tracking your data, spying on your internet usage, and monetizing you. You should always protect yourself with ExpressVPN. Uh, I use it because I can change my country on Netflix. Think of all those Italian soap operas you're missing out on. Mama, why you not to make ExpressVPN? <laughs> I made ExpressVPN last week. You don't know how much work it is to make a VPN. Oh, Mama, please. I just a VPN for me. Please, Mama. You could be watching that right oh, now. Oh, man, I wish I was watching that right now. There's a reason why um, ExpressVPN is the number one rated VPN provider uh, by publishers like Business Insider. So, so... You can, you can switch if you're using a different one or just use ExpressVPN. It, uh, it, it's great. So yeah, expressvpn.com slash Triforce right now and you get an extra three months of the service for free. Wow. That's expressvpn.com slash Triforce. You can install it on your smart TV, your iPad, your laptop. Uh, it works great. I recommend it. Thank you for the sponsorship. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, do, do, the do, easy do, way to save do, do. money yes. when you're... Sh they do not need a jingle sip, uh, they're doing they've fine. They've got their own. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. You can save money on your iPhone or computer. It's uh, on Chrome. I actually used it the other day when I was ordering on Ocado. Uh, it automatically filled in a voucher code and I saved some money mm. when I was buying groceries. I didn't even realize... I had it installed and I was saving money. So yes, you can you can install it if you if you're shopping online anywhere. Automatically applies coupons when you check out. 
and uh, it's, it's very easy to, to use. So I recommend it. Uh, it does work on phones as well. You can get it on Safari. Um, so yeah, if you don't already have Honey installed on your browser, you could straight up be just missing out on savings. Savings galore. You can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Triforce. That's joinhoney.com slash Triforce or just look it up. Uh, it's on Chrome. It works well. I recommend it. Uh, save yourself some buckaroos on the internet when you're buying random shit. You don't have to track them all on the social media and find coupons you have to google coupons honey does that for you nice uh, i recommend it thank you on with the show on with the show talking about stuff that kids are into have you been have you, you guys used tiktok yeah 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 i, I mean I, like i don't I, like make I've, tiktok no like i'm i don't i don't have like the app or anything but like sure i've seen like a whole Why, bunch what's of them. up should I not have it? Um, no, it's fine. Basically, TikTok, okay, the actual company TikTok, yeah. this isn't a joke, um, have announced they're opening ghost restaurants. Sorry? Which are... Run that by me go- again? Ghost kitchens. So so basically stuff for delivery apps, like Uber Eats and Deliveroo and stuff, that aren't don't actually exist, have a premises. They just serve food. They deliver food to people on these delivery apps. And right. have like they have like a kitchen so, set up somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah, that they, they only do right, delivery. Right. Yeah, this is a, this is there's a lot of these around here in Twickenham. There's there's quite yeah. a few. Uh and yeah, it's like it'll be like uh But does like, it just get regulated the same way like uh any any food standard? place would would be let's hope so but investigated probably not stuff. Sips. i mean there, there's a to, wendy's though, right? there's a wendy's around here and I, you can't walk into it I, I i don't seem that you can walk into it but you can order from them on, on delivery and, and stuff like that so i assume that it's just the kitchen and they've realized this is actually good money in a, this so. yeah but the thing is it's happening to regular restaurants i went to a chinese restaurant the other day with some of my friends and outside there were like three guys blocking the, the way in with their bikes and so I climbed all around them. And of course, they were they were like, oh, you want to eat inside? And we were like, aren't you an actual restaurant? And they're like, oh, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But they were like almost like surprised to have someone come into the restaurant. They've got like tables and stuff in there. No one's in there. Right. Of course. But they're constantly they're like, oh, we're so busy. Well, you know, we're out of tofu and or something. And I was like, I was like, just from orders with like, you know, delivery apps, yeah. um, which was astonishing. So it's actually... Yeah, this is this is the this is the situation we're living in now. So People don't I, want to eat I've out. I've got they just friends who, order in who, from restaurants uh, who, who never cook. That's like, crazy. I've got quite a few friends who they never ever cook. If they're like, "Do you want to get some food?" and I'm, I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" They're like, "Yeah, come on, we'll get some food in." I was like, "Well, aren't we going to cook?" And they're like, oh, "I don't have any food in the house." Well, they, they don't have food. They, they do just not don't have food. any food. They don't even need they a never kitchen. Do. Yeah, they, they could basically live without a kitchen. That's crazy. Uh, they just order in. Every meal. The thing is, that's so fucking expensive. I know. It's like, fucking it's so bad insane. for you as well. Like, it's not... It, you have no sort of regulation of... of anything when you're when you're constantly ordering food in right like yeah. the levels of salt in food the levels of sugar in food like if you're preparing food from fresh you can control all of that stuff but you you lose all that control right if you're just ordering yeah, yeah. stuff in all the time it's nuts it's absolutely it nuts. costs me the same to buy a loaf of bread a pack of cheese a pack of salad <laughs> and make my own cheese sandwich than it does to buy like a, a cheese sandwich yeah i know yeah. Yeah. You could, you and can i can make, make seven cheese sandwiches exactly from that. Yeah. i mean crazy. obviously you know you're you're paying for the convenience if it's some like for example if i want to have some food that i don't worse. know how to cook it's arguably worse but a sandwich to... sandwich sandwich no, to... sandwiches are great 
Shout out to Sandwich Sandwich in Bristol. Okay. Big props. Uh, if we're doing a big props this week, which we said we were going to. If you're buying a Sandwich Sandwich Sandwich, you could buy a fucking, uh, you know, you could go and get bread and cheese for uh, weeks. What, kind weeks of, weeks. What, what sandwich are we talking about here? Just a plain cheese sandwich? No, 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 like, no, no. Just a fucking regular sandwich. Just a right, cheese so sandwich. Right, you, you, there is no such thing as just a regular sandwich. What kind of sandwich are you talking about here, Lewis? So I t- sell talking... me on the sandwich. Two bits I, of bread, a bit of butter, make, and some cheese in that bitch. Yeah, I make a sandwich for my lunch. I'm not adding, like, fucking truffle oil and meatballs right, to that right. shit. Do you know what I mean? But what would you I'm have? Fucking, what would be your go-to sandwich? Well, it's just it's just bread, butter, cheese, butter? and bit of some cheese. salad. Bit of cheese, then, some salad. Another Maybe, slice of what bread. about, like, a slice of, like, corn ham or something in there as well? Just to, like, corn spice it ham. up. Corn ham. Corn, corn ham. Oh, I don't. I've never tried corn, corn ham. ham. It's good. It's pretty that, nice. It's called quam. It's delicious. It's all right. It's like <laughs> it's um. It. it tastes. It. I guess it tastes like you know, like a smoked meat, but um, it just spices it up a little bit. There's you know, like if you're just nice, sick of cheese, this is is this nice via life coconut cheese, and it's it tastes like cheese, and it smells like cheese, and I I don't hate it. I must admit. Shout out to via life. Well, uh, I reckon I've got. I reckon I've got about a. One hundred and twenty garbage pail kids cards here. Okay, and well, let's, I mean, where, when are they from? My, What's the date? My son on? collected these toys at one point when he was a bit younger, and they were like, they were. I think they were called germs or sticky germs, or he used to call them sticky germs. I don't know if that's the name of them, but much like the garbage pail kids, these things came in like toilets. So right. like. The the packaging was like a plastic toilet, and you would there open was it. This thing, yeah, and then there'd be like a, that stuff. It wasn't nothing was shaped like specifically like a turd or anything. You know, it just looked like snot or like a cube of snot or like right. You know, like it was kind of gross. They but all looked like like, not, like like little SpongeBob kind of characters. Explicit. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just gross. They had like snot coming out of their nose or like they were drooling. And yeah, they like had... boglins or whatever. You know, yeah, it, it, kind of thing, but they were like the size of your thumb. You know, they're just like these little toys, and they'd fit in these little toilets. And um, at one point. I think my mother-in-law bought him like this. It was like a truck. There's this big truck with like an arm grabber on the back of it. And you could like go around, just pick them up with the arm grabber and put them into this big toilet that was like on the back of the truck. But man, he loved Amazing. Them. Yeah. But no, again, that's exactly those what little toys. Love. Yeah. They reminded me so much of like muscles or like army ants or whatever, because I like he was too young for any of his other friends to, to have any or, or to know to trade sort of thing like now that he's 10 he's more into that but so i feel like those would have been like a like a prime prime real estate sort of thing for for that sort of stuff anyway Trading, tiktok you know? are opening these um ghost restaurants that aren't really it's they're not really planning on making them f- actual restaurants it's kind of a marketing thing but there's thousand of them expected to open um by the end of this year right and they are Entirely serving only meme food, man. Uh, like, when you like when you first said food. that, when you when you said TikTok were opening ghost restaurants, I thought you were going to say that they were opening restaurants that are not actually restaurants, but they were just places for people to film TikToks so that they don't <laughs> interfere <laughs> with the general population of people who don't give a shit about TikTok or your dumb pranks or or want to see you filming anything generally well, I think you know the like, idea is to buy the weird meme food that TikTok are making and then right. film themselves doing it and so it's stuff that has been made popular by users apparently one of them is baked feta pasta 
Right. Uh, there are pasta chips. There are corn ribs <laughs> and s- smash burgers. I have no idea what any of these things Jesus. are. Right. What the fuck are smash burgers, dude? Um, but yeah, like it's it, it, there's like a there's like a billion viewers monthly on Twitch, right? It's it's nuts on and Twitch so, or TikTok. Yeah. TikTok's um, got uh, Twitch doesn't have a billion, does it? Oh, I guess it could. There is like um, some other stuff happening as well because Mr. Beast has got some sort of burger venture going. Well, Mr. Um, Beast is um, is Mr. Is, Beast Burger. He's 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 a wealthy philanthropist, right? Like he gives away money a lot to people. Am I misunderstanding this? Like he's yeah, I think so. I I, I get the impression, but he's a lot of his content very... is sort of like because he does have a lot of money. It's like. How many Ferraris can I fit into a phone booth? Like stu- it's like all stuff like that, right? Like but he a lot does of his this same is- shit, right? Yeah. Where he's like, "Oh, you buy one of my T-shirts, and I'm just gonna put a thousand dollars in in one of the orders." You know, all right? Uh, it's 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 again like part of this psychological shit where kids are going to buy his T-shirts thinking they might get $1,000 because uh, I'm buying it from Mr. Beast, you know. Man. And he, that's how he markets and sells stuff in a very clever way. Man, he i got to start this. doing that shit. That's I mean, I don't want to be a cynical genius. prick about Mr. Beast because he, he really knows how to play the game, but... He he like his his whole team sees thing. It, it's like it's sure it's definitely raising awareness about um, plastic pollution in the in the oceans. But the problem is, is that the actual initiative is is crap. You know, we we like the, like like I think there were some stats done where you know he he's raised enough money to pull out a couple of hours worth of plastic pollution globally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like nothing. It's like uh, literally nothing. Um, and not only is it nothing, but all the people who donated will now not donate to things that actually make right, a difference, right, yeah. right? Because they think they've done their yeah, job. They've done their bit, um, yeah. And so, yeah, like, like I get what you're doing, and I think you're getting a lot of credit for it and a lot of karma for it from the community, and you're seen as being this good guy, but you haven't made any fucking difference to the problem, and in fact, may have exacerbated the problem. Um, but... Maybe it is just a step towards raising awareness about this issue, and hopefully, what actually needs to be done. Yeah, is, I guess if it promotes awareness, is, that's is, is things like France. Good. Like France have just put in a ban on single-use plastics for certain foods. So yeah. I don't know, like like like, like a, a lemon wrapped in plastic. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that is shit's some crazy. dumb shit. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's so, so dumb. So that stuff is being like blocked in France and some other European countries, and and they're sort of with the idea that more and more things will move away from single-use plastics because that is such a huge amount of of waste and the other thing is the plastic industry is this enormous scam where they all lie to you about which bits are recyclable it turns out that you know oh if it's got the little icon on it it's recyclable no only things with like a three and a four or whatever or two and a one have are recyclable any of the other numbers even if they got the symbol are not recyclable in any way. What does it mean so, to like, have the symbol on then? Do they just stick it just, on there for a laugh? No, it's a, it's a or trick. Does that symbol also mean not recyclable? It depends which it, it, color light you look it at just, it in. It's just it's it's called a plastic identifier code. They actually oh, camp the plastic off. lobbying industry managed to get their Let symbol, which looks like the recycling symbol, into the into the into the official use, and so all plastics 
have this plastic identifier code, which which doesn't necessarily mean they are recyclable, and it is unbelievably <laughs> shitty. Let me it guess, is it's unbelievably uh, we think shitty. the industry should self-regulate because that is the best that's, way to do things. That's and that's how we get kids pouring out their good, perfectly good, pouring out perfectly good pints of cider on the ground. But no, it's hard not to get mad about this stuff right and I, I i'm not saying we should but um yeah like like mr beast i'm sure it's great and tiktok doing viral food funny it's chill i'm i'm down with it i want to buy some some fucking pasta chips i'm not down with ribs. it everything you've what talked about today ribs? in this podcast has made me feel old out of touch and scared of the future so thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> that's how we like to leave our audience fuck uh after after a podcast do you know what you might need actually sips what i've got another little bit of news um there is an ai generated podcast oh, okay fuck. are you for real Come on. um an ai generated podcast which generates nonsensical stories okay isn't there completely like, um, gibberish there's there's a, um, there's another on the same topic though isn't there like a this like ai program that paints portraits or something of of people and they yes. always look like crazy abstract look and like nuts fucked up Cthulhu yeah, yeah, yeah. things yeah there is you've seen i've seen a lot of those yeah, so you I've can like input like um input like words and go i guess i guess it will google a load of images and then it will combine the images or paint a picture with an algorithm yes of what that thing is that's crazy and, yeah. Um, yeah. that's cool and they look really cool and mad but yes there's this there's this podcast um I'll go to my giving a shout out. It's called Deep Dreams, right? Oh, and the yeah. idea is it's like a, a, an AI generated podcast with a nonsensical story that that has a soothing voice and like synth, little synth music in the background. And the idea is that it just helps you fall asleep with random words, right? right? So, so Mrs. So, example, F listens to a sleep podcast. Well, you should check out Deep Dreams. Uh, we're not sponsored or anything or involved, but right. but basically, the one well, I listened to a little bit of this podcast, and it's 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 like starts with like talking about the three bears, the three little bears, right? But then they get this ambition to go to Germany and become the chancellor. Okay, <laughs> and so obviously it's it's wonderfully um, stupid, right? Like like it it doesn't it's entirely just mad because the AIs don't know what they're doing, but they just sort of so it's just, like, it's just a random build. a randomly built story but um, it's kind of so random that it's very hard to come up with this stuff and what and so how is it narrated by somebody it's like, also uh, ai narrated so all right it's one so of it's these like tts brian is yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. tts brian does and it. then well, the three pigs went to L L L L. Yeah, exactly. So, it, uh, in a wonderful, in a wonderful way, I, I, I rather than work for some uh, slaving uh, Pokemon farm in, in Vietnam, <laughs> blob, maybe blob breeder. Yeah, maybe you should um, <laughs> fucking come up with some of this shit because I think these are these are they. You just you just set them up and you send them out. Do you know what I mean? You. You build these stupid things that use the algorithms and AI to generate this mental thing, and then you just shit it out. You see it on TikTok, a lot of these people don't even use their own voice. They use like the AI Brian voice, and they're yeah. like, ah, I'm eating my 17th donut of the day. <laughs> and they have like, you know, them, and then that's it. That's the TikTok. And they just do hundreds of those. Fuck me, um, man. 
They don't even have to use their own voice. You, and like P-Flex says, you don't have to use your face now. You can just get a fucking yeah. cartoon. You can VTube uh, Don't you have to use your face. Yourself, you don't have to yeah. use your voice. You don't have to use shit. You could literally talk into something that picks up your voice and then translates it into fucking AI Brian. You could be, you could be like, and in fact, maybe that's the secret, right? Do your research, guys. Is there anything that does like on the fly translation Fuck. as you're talking? I guess that'll be the Ugh. next thing if it doesn't exist, right? Like a Babel fish kind of thing. Yeah, that, yeah. So like you, you're speaking in English, but like on the fly, it's just translating into like, say, I don't know what German or something like that. Yeah. I, I guess it'd be fucking so it's, hard to it's do that. definitely getting there. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely getting there. You, you know there. what they really need to make all this shit take off is a cartoon about these crypto blobs that's kind of like pokemon right to, to, to yeah. brainwash kids crypto blob you know like that you gotta <laughs> brainwash the kids you breed me had. and i'll breed you crypto <laughs> <blob>. <laughs> uh, breeding is uh definitely something yes. which um, we want the kids to know about. Different oh, meanings. Uh, yeah. Good, good fucking lord. Holy I, shit! I have got some more shit in this fucking God, um, list of things I've researched. Fuck. Do you want more? Oh um, man. There's this pirate, right? Well, he's not really a pirate. He's an American guy who found a shipwreck. Um, when was in this? In nineteen in nineteen eighty eight. Right. right. And he found this shipwreck in of the SS Central America off the coast of South Carolina. Okay. It retrieved a load of gold um, and apparently retrieved more gold than his expedition's investors um, that he told them about. Right. right. So he said, um, I found 200 pounds of gold, but he actually found like 800. And, yes. And he's banking the So rest. he was ordered to appear in court and disclose these coins. Right. Okay. And where, where about, where, the whereabouts of them. Okay. By a federal judge. Jesus. So, okay. So this is this is a really fucking crazy story because there's a guy who apparently found more coins than he told about, right? Now I don't know who where that comes from or who knows or what the evidence is or anything about it, but but the idea is that he says, I've told you about all the coins. There aren't any more coins. And they said, you need to come to court and tell us where the coins are. And if you don't tell us where the coins are, then you'll be held in contempt. Wow. Because we know there's coins. How do and they know said, there's coins? Fuck me, man. Well, this is like they the, 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 uh, the, the Mormon document forger guy, right? Like, <laughs> remember, he's like, he found all the scriptures, like... In somebody's he found the gold attic. plates. He found the plates in... and shit. No, they were buried underground. He could only read them yeah. with a special magnifying glass with his head in a bag. Yes. Because he couldn't show anyone the plates. And then, or some and then he found shit. all the instruction booklet for the plates in uh, in some attic in North Carolina right. or something as well. That's but it was so all forged yeah. in the end, it turned out. Of course. So, so this guy's like a pirate, right? He's hidden, he's buried some gold, apparently, and he's keeping quiet about it until he gets out of prison. Um, but the thing is, he is not allowed. So he's been so sentenced to prison for not. He's in prison. For burying for treasure them, and not telling them where it is. Correct, yes. And he's been in prison how for do you, six years how now. How do you prove if, that and sentence somebody based exactly. on That's well, crazy. Well, they, they, they're sentencing him based on a loophole, okay? Right. So every time he goes to court, they say to him, 
are you ready to tell us where the gold is? And if he says, <laughs> Holy I shit. don't know where the gold is, they say you're in contempt of court and you go back to prison. And every time, Man. every day, every day that he's in prison, he is fined $1,000 as well for contempt of court. Fuck me, man. And Why so- doesn't that guy really play up to the role? Like when he comes back into court, they're like, all right, sir. Now it's your last chance. Tell us where the gold is. Arr, I'll never tell you. <laughs> like he's got the <laughs> fucking peg leg and shit. Arr, <laughs> my treasures <laughs> hidden away where you'll never find it. Oh, love man. He Fuck definitely me. should. So I mean, do that. So the fact that he's holding out means there either is no treasure, and he's just stuck in prison, going like, "Please, guys, there oh, is no okay, treasure." But a thousand or bucks he a day. Hundred percent knows that there is treasure, and he's thinking, this has to end at some point, and then I'll go dig up my doubloons. What happens? He's in prison, and he has to pay a thousand bucks a day. If he just runs out of money, that's it, right? Like, it's just... I guess he just doesn't give a shit You know how it works in America? You can just build up a rack of debt of absolutely ludicrous amounts of money. Fuck me. And so much so that you'll never pay it off, that that's just how it works. America is built on this idea of of mega debts that you can't possibly pay off. Like, if you get sick and get an ambulance, you suddenly... 25 grand in debt so, for that. So and the idea is that they, they put him into so much debt that even when he does get out of jail and claim his coins and sells them or whatever, they're just going to get all the money anyway. That's, I, I don't know what the idea is, but basically it's it's a whole cyclical thing. So uh, yes, either this guy is innocent and doesn't know where the gold is and what there wasn't gold. He owes and he's now just million and, dollars in fines. And he's, and he's just stuck in prison with a mega fine, yeah. right? <laughs> Which was just going to keep getting bigger. Or, you know, he has been keeping stum about this actual goal, but it's going to be worth less than the amount that he's going to be fined. Man, when he, when he gets out as well, his life is going to be hilarious, right? Because he's going to have to, like, he's going to have to check into a hotel room under, like, an assumed name and then like, <laughs> change his clothes in the hotel room and put on a fake mustache and, like, sneak out the back window and, like, because everybody's going to be following him around trying to find his treasure, right? Because he's going to have to go unbury it at some point. So he's just going to have this it, crazy yeah. life, that, like, afterwards. It does seem like... Like they, they are a hundred percent sure he has this gold and is keeping quiet about where it is. All right, so like, here, like, here are some extra details. Okay, it's five hundred missing gold coins from this historic shipwreck. He's claiming right. that he can't remember because he suffers from chronic fatigue syndrome. Right, and this is this right. is he can't remember. Right, so he's course, saying. Yeah. I th- I gave him to some trust in Belize, but I can't give you any more details than that. I don't know. So he won't cooperate. They're saying. So he said, "Oh, I, I can't remember." And they're saying, this is the federal judge, he created created a patent for a submarine, but he can't remember where he put the loot. This is what they're arguing. Is that if he's lost it, then how the hell can he still do clever things? Like he he must be he must be faking it, right? right. He owes 1.8 million dollars. Well, and he's what, been in jail what are these coins years. estimated uh, in value though? Like, I, why? It doesn't say. It says it well, says like five hundred gold coins. coin is worth about two thousand dollars. So he's got so five hundred, about a million dollars. So he owes more, and surely then the cost of incarcerating him in all these trials. At but I this guess point, uh, I mean the thing is that the value he might be able to sell it to like somebody for more, right? Like like somebody out there might be desperate to ha- to have these coins or something, and they might pay more. But even then, it doesn't seem worth it at all. All right, to so go here all he this. also. He's violated the requirement that he assist the parties involved by refusing to execute a limited power of attorney to allow the Belizean Trust to be examined as required under his plea deal. 
The order isn't right. intended to solely seek information. It's to seek information for the purposes of recovering these unique assets. That's the point. And he is essentially stymieing that process. He would right. be out of prison by now if he simply complied with this plea agreement and cooperated. So he's just stuck there. It's like this fairly unique case. Because I guess as long as the, he and the coins both exist, this is going to continue because what the you know he's essentially refusing to... It's not just that he won't tell them and has said, I forgot. He's also holding out on other things as part of his plea bargain. So there is a little more detail. Right. So he's basically saying, I won't let you... I won't give you my power of attorney to search anything under my name. Right, yeah. In all of these places. Right. Okay, so it's not quite the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Mm. What a story. Mm. Holy crap. What a story, man. So that's a modern pirate. Yeah, amazing. He's just fucking trapped in jail, poor lad. Poor pirate. Uh, I'm on his side, honestly. Um, <laughs> Find us keepers, oh, your honor. Find us keepers. <laughs> this man is correct. Case closed. Indeed. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, there you go. That was a that was an action packed podcast. Wasn't it just fast. what a roller coaster? Holy crap! Thank I'm you for joining now. us. Yeah, thanks so this much. This week it's a pleasure. Um, I'll be back. We'll be back next week with with more guff, fun, and things <laughs> things we don't understand, things we hate. Yes, uh, things 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 we're confused by oh. and things we're ignorant about yes yes those, are, those, are, those, <laughs> those are the things that we do uh 200 episodes oh and still <laughs> counting and, and more just talking about it all right take it easy everyone yeah. thank you bye, bye. Goodbye.